0: And Nira. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast today. There is a new thing that women are withholding from their man. So good. Is it? Yes. Is it? Yes. And a new name for aging gracefully. Is it Holly and Nira? Oh, wow. That's a lot of credit. I mean, I wish that were true. I really, really, really do. But first, there's a new way to introduce yourself thanks to Cameron Diaz. Ooh, thanks, Cam. Take a listen. Holly, and Nira. Virgin. There's a new way to introduce yourself, and it's thanks to Cameron Diaz. Hello. Cameron Diaz, okay? Cameron Diaz says she likes to introduce herself. She's like, hello, I'm 49. She introduces oh, herself my Lord. with her age. Hello. No, thank you. Why? Because Nira, Cameron Diaz is like, I'm okay with aging. I'm okay happy being 49. I love being 49. I'm proud of my age. I'm embracing it. I'm present in the moment. And that's why, from now on, I'm going to introduce myself as, hello, I'm 49. It sounds like that's my name. Like 11 from Stranger Things.
1: Right. Hello, I'm 11. Like 7 from Seinfeld. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Why? Hello, I, I'm 49. I think is actually doing the opposite of what she's trying to achieve. Really? I think she's making age... The topic right off the bat then. By she saying, looks
0: great for 49 though. Dang. She looks amazing. It's yeah. Cameron Diaz. Yeah. She's never not going to look
1: amazing unless she starts doing weird stuff to her face. Yeah. But she's doing the opposite by saying, hello, I'm 49. You have just made this about age. You've right. made the entire thing about age now. Isn't that what we're not supposed to be
0: focusing on and making it a big deal? But this You've is made wh- it a big deal. This is why she's doing it though. Why? It's because so Because she's strange. like it's such crap that there's so much shame around age and aging, especially I guess maybe for Hollywood, they're extra sensitive as women, which I totally get. I she's know. like I'm just embracing it. I'm 49, I don't care. Yeah, here I am. Hello, I'm 49. Is there the shame? I think there's the shame because she's making it all about the shame. Okay.
1: That just You are what you are. Right. If someone is asking your age, they're probably asking because you look so dang good. You know what I mean? Mm. Usually people ask when they're like, how do you look like that? Right. Because it really has shifted. 50s are the 40s. 40s are the 30s. Right. 30s are the 20s. Right. People... When I rewind back to think of what my mom looked like at my age, mm-hmm. or or what my grandma looked like at that, like, you know, you mm-hmm. go back the generations, you're like, oh, the newer generations are doing pretty good. Right. And feeling good. And energy is different. Hmm. What? I just have to go around announcing it. Well,
0: and also, how do you lie about your age then? What? You lie about your age? I'm just saying, if you <laughs> wanted to lie about your age, maybe you need to like- have a one on one with Cameron Diaz. And drink her non-fat wine with her. <laughs> Is that a thing too? <laughs> Hello, I'm non-fat wine. I don't know. I don't know. Holly either. and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Where's your two at? My two? Yeah.
1: Where's your two at? Oh, it does. And we're not talking about the number two. I'm talking about Oh.
0: T-O-O. Yeah,
1: two. Not even two-oh, like as in two or T-O. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about two. Because yesterday, I was asking you, Holly, how's it going? (laughs) And Sarah's like, hey, come in. I'm like, hey, how's it going? Always a concerning question. You don't know where it's going to (laughs) go. You never know. (laughs) She's like, not too bad. And right away, as I put my bag down, I'm like, oh, Not too bad. Not too bad. Not it wasn't a not bad. It was not too bad. Not too bad. Mm. What does that mean? Like where's your two at? And why is it at the
0: bad? We never say not too good. That sounds worse to me. <laughs> if you were like how's it going, Holly? I was like, not too good. You'd be like, ooh. Right. But why are we okay with the not too bad? Not too bad. So That's that a great means question. it's going
1: bad. It's just not going too bad. And that's exactly where it was. Yeah, which I find so weird because we won't say not too good, which means it's going good, but it's not going too good. Mm. So we're okay with saying not, I mean, we're not okay with saying not too good, but we're okay with saying not too bad. We're also not, and then we're also okay with saying not bad. How's it going? Not bad. Not bad. But if you say not good. Yeah. Oh, wait. Not bad is okay. Saying not bad is not bad.
0: Because that means it's good. It's good. Not too bad means it's still bad, Yeah, it's not too bad. See, not too bad is not okay. No, because things were not okay. <laughs> like, I was being honest. It's not too bad. I'm okay. That's the, That was really what was happening. Where was I supposed to go with that?
1: Instead, I just started analyzing why yeah. we don't say not too good versus not too bad or not good versus
0: not bad. Not too shabby is another one that How comes about, up. How about it's okay? It's okay is fine. Really? To me? Like, how's it going? It's okay. Or not, not, no, how about not so good? That's terrible. You know things are really bad if not so good. And no one says not too good. Not too good. You're right. That would, that would freak me out more. And it's okay sounds very negative to me. I, I'm more positive if you were like, it's not too bad. I'd be like, oh, she's having a good day. Versus how is, like, no, it's not okay. Or how it's okay. Is, not too bad, meaning you're having a good day. Because it's like a real answer
1: to me. If someone says, how's it going? You say, yeah. not too bad. Yeah. That's your definition of I should think that you're having a good day. Yes. Weird. I can't. I can't. But I-, I say it too. Oh, no, I don't. Actually, I don't know. I'm like, cool.
0: How's it going? How's it going? Cool. <laughs> no one has any idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Holly and Neera. Virgin Radio. I want to talk about romantic gesture locations. Okay. 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 Does the location of where the romantic gesture takes place change the romantic gesture? (laughs) I'm asking because the internet cannot decide if they're into or not into Brooklyn Beckham's new tattoo that he just got. Okay. Brooklyn Beckham, son of... Our future ex-husband, posh. David Beckham. Yeah, Posh and David Beckham. And our Beckham. future ex-wife, yes, Victoria yeah. Beckham. They're, their oldest son just got married. And he posted yesterday on Instagram his very romantic gesture to his new wife, Nira. Brooklyn just got their wedding vows tattooed on the inside of his bicep, mm-hmm. right in his armpit. <laughs> 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 and it's like... Is the romantic gesture lost a little bit based on the location? Is it, Do we have
1: to say armpit? Can we say underarm? I mean, that, if that, changed, if that, that, that in itself changed it
0: completely. But like for him to read it, you know when you put deodorant on? yeah, You like put your arm up then? Then you'd really be able to read it. That's like what it I mean. It starts in his pit. You, near I just, the hair. I just made it way more
1: romantic in my eyes by calling it the underarm as opposed to calling it his armpit. Does that make sense to you? Did you,
0: though? You're like, oh, my God, my husband got a tattoo of my face. I'd be like, where near? You're like, in his underarm. I'd be like, his armpit? (laughs) Well, because the armpit is that your pit. Like the pits. The pit. Right? Like, right. Yeah, you know, pits. Yes.
1: And you know, I don't want to be like the pits. Right. Right. And underarm just sounds nicer. Hmm. I'm like underarm. So it's okay. the underarm right there. So yes, it does make a difference. Because look, even what I'm calling it, I want to call it the underarm. But is he doing that? Because he does know he raises his arms like every day in front of the mirror when he puts on his deodorant. Maybe. And he'll see it. Or is it a special nook? Like, is that his special nook for wifey? right his armpit he's like
0: get right in there
1: no yeah because you know when you snuggle don't you yeah. like, you know snuggle time yeah true
0: it's the nook it's that's like true nook to get into maybe that's their special place okay well you're selling it differently yeah but it does matter how you say it because mm-hmm. everyone's like his got a tattoo for in his armpit no his underarm it's kind of like the proposal at the hockey game thing though right like this beautiful proposal and then there you are in front of everyone with the camera like it mm-hmm. kind of not kind of personally I kind of wreck it a little bit. well
1: that's a very public proposal yeah it's a very public location right yeah. some people want public some people don't want public I wouldn't want public yeah maybe this maybe for him he doesn't want other people to see what his vows. What his vows were it's for them maybe it's his cuddle nook it's
0: maybe cuddle except nook. he posted it on Instagram
1: so <laughs> and I hit
0: like <laughs> Holly and Nira, you're waking up
1: with Holly and
0: Nira. On four five Virgin Radio. Do you
1: believe in love at first sight? Have you ever thought about it? Do you believe in it? Or are you like, uh, but come on. Come on, there's something in it, isn't there? I Because wow. yeah. Oh, yeah. Kelly Kuoko. Is making headlines right now. Kelly Cuoco, you know from Big Bang Theory, you know her from The
0: Flight Attendant. I know her because she gets married and divorced a lot, which is fine. I don't think it was a lot. Go, Kaylee. I go, think it, Kaylee. I think it happened. It was like twice in a year, dude. That's <laughs> uh, come on now. I think she. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> fine. Point is, because we
1: don't judge, Kelly <laughs> Cuoco <laughs> says that it was love at first sight when she met her new boyfriend Tom. Okay, they they share a manager. And they were set up by their manager, which apparently she said is so Hollywood. This is another side like hustle of managers <laughs> when they have talent that they're matchmakers. I guess like, yes, they're matchmakers, I suppose. Uh, and her manager said, "I think you guys are going to be perfect for each other." And she said that she heard Tom's voice like right before they were about to meet, right at the at this date, and. He, She turned around and she said, that's it. Her life was over. It hit her. It was love at first sight. That's it. Love at first sight. And she now knows that he is for her. Hmm. Do you believe in love at first sight? Because it's a thing. Otherwise, people wouldn't say it.
0: Apparently, it's a thing. Love at first sight. I think you can think you have love at first sight. (laughs) (laughs) I think you can believe like, yes, this is love at first sight. But I don't know. I don't know. You're not a believer of love at first sight. (sighs) Do you want to hear a really disgustingly cute story? Perhaps. Okay, go. My husband, John, and I met in high school. Okay. Okay. Yeah. At Hansworth. North Van. Whoa, what? We met in high school. Then we had two completely separate lives and came back together way, way later. But we met in high school, and he says he remembers seeing me for the first time, (laughs) which is like the cutest story in the whole world. He remembers what I was wearing. And I transferred schools in grade eleven. So okay. I was like new to the school and he's like, I, I remember I remember seeing you for the first time, which is like so adorable. And he was like, Who's she? Oh so you transferred from a different school in grade yeah. eleven. Yeah. Oh, so I don't know if it was love at first sight, but he was like, I was like, who is that? Who is she? Oh, Oh, that is so cute. I know it's adorable. That is really cute. Okay,
1: well, look at you. Clearly, you believe in you, or do you believe that he thinks that it was
0: love at first sight, or has he ever even said it was love at first sight? I mean, I like to believe it was love at first sight. I don't know about love. Like love, we're in grade eleven. Like I don't know. Well, whatever he thought love was at that time. I guess. You know? Didn't you look at your husband at the PE
1: and you were like, I'm going to get him? <laughs> that is very, yeah. So this is also, I don't know what you want to call this, very interesting story. I spotted my now husband, like, it was. The Labor Day long weekend, Old Wooden Roller Coaster, Playland PNE, the busiest day of the year at Playland, they call it. And I spotted my husband by the roller coaster across the crowd and I felt some kind of a connection. I don't know what mm. it was, but I just said I knew he was going to be in my life in some way, somehow, somewhere. Hmm. That's what I knew. And then he ended up being my husband a few years later. You
0: ended up getting him <laughs> I tell you. You got him. I got him. I stalked him. What happened? Holly and Mira. And now, The uh, Biz with Nira.
1: Guess who got divorced by their divorce lawyer? Again, yes, it's for real. That's today's top biz story. <laughs> Kanye West is trying to get a divorce, but it's not going to happen because now he himself has been fired by his fourth lawyer in the Kim
0: Kardashian divorce case. Oh boy. Yes. Common denominator. I mean, at that point you got to turn <laughs> inward. <laughs> irreconcilable differences.
1: Uh irreconcilable breakdown according to this lawyer who just got dumped by his attorney. Uh Kanye just got dumped by his attorney. This Hollywood this Hollywood divorce all-star lawyer Samantha Specter she said that uh, she had to file a motion to be relieved as counsel in this case because of the breakdown the attorney-client relationship. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That does not sound good. No. What did he do? I don't know. What did he say? The first couple of lawyers, I think he got rid of, or first one he got rid of, then the second one got rid of him, then the third one he got rid of, and now the fourth one's getting rid of him. Just get the divorce done now, Kanye, or yay, as you want to be called, yay. Mm -hmm. Just get it. Just get this done. I mean, I'm sure even Kim's like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding
0: me? Yeah. At this point. Also, how much money is he wasting on lawyer fees? Who Come knows? on, man. Who knows? I mean, she's actually going to be a full-fledged lawyer by the time he finally
1: gets her. Maybe he can, he can hire her. That's what I was saying. Then he could just hire her and just get it all done. <laughs> and Rihanna and ASAP Rocky, it looks like they're going to be holding the name of their son, a secret for quite some time. Oh, no, nah, no, nah, the name? May thirteenth and we don't know his name. We know Rihanna's name. Right. We don't know. We what know her yeah, we don't know the name of their baby. They have only shared the baby's name with close family. That's it. Ooh, so now the circle of trust has been set. Yes, and if someone leaks it, she knows there's someone in there that she cannot trust. So hopefully no one leaks it. And hopefully we don't know until they're ready to tell us. They're trying to keep a little bit more intimacy with, you know, the newborn baby Hmm. and just being together as a family. Uh, It's also a rumor right now that they want to have more babies together. Yeah.
0: She just had a baby in May? Yeah. And she's like, let's go? (laughs) I don't think her doctor is saying
1: let's go. I I think you need to wait a little bit. Yeah. You know, they say for recovery periods. But, uh, I mean, we've heard this before. Even if you're not together or there's issues, a lot of the times when there's baby daddies, baby mamas, they want to keep the same moms and dads. They just do because it leaves less room for complication.
0: I'm just impressed anybody who has a baby and within the first year, is already thinking about more. I'm so impressed.
1: Yeah, I wasn't like that after I had my first. Uh, but after, after actually I had my third, I remember saying to my husband, if you want to have more, we got to do this now. Wow. And he was like, He's have like, you lost go away. your mind?
0: <laughs> Please don't touch me. <laughs> Ever.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And the first part of Stranger Things season four broke records for Netflix.
0: Oh, there it is. Everyone's talking about Stranger Things again.
1: Yeah. Biggest premiere weekend for an English language series. 286.8 million hours of view time. Wow. Beating out Bridgerton season two, which had 193 million hours of view time. Hmm. Okay. Beat it
0: out by over like almost, almost a million. Almost a million. I feel intimidated by Stranger Things now because now I'm two seasons behind. Yeah, me too. Now I'm like, no, and I don't, like, the catching up gives me anxiety. Me too. I am so behind with the seasons that now I don't
1: even want to go back. But then I'm always sometimes, like, just searching. So I'm like, why don't I just watch it? But now I feel like I have to watch the entire thing from the very beginning. That's the other thing. Right? All I remember is that
0: Winona Ryder is in it. And now my kids want to watch it. Yeah. But now I'm like, it might be a bit too scary. I don't know what to do. No, then you have to pre-watch for your kids so you can tell whether or not they can watch. Like okay. I did that with the Mandalorian. I was like, "Wait, honey, I don't know if you're like... Right, then I watched it. So now I must pre-watch. Yeah, pre-watch. There we go.
1: I will pre-watch season one for my children, not because I need to catch up. There we go. Good excuse. I'm Nira, and that's the biz. Bad is somebody gonna get hurt. Okay, my accent sucks, but Russell Which is ironic because you
0: are Indian. I know. (laughs) Like I feel like I could do a better one, but I'm
1: not (laughs) going to. I know, I know you're not going to. (laughs) Okay. Russell Peters coming to Rogers Arena Actor Age World Tour, June 23rd. We're so excited. Love Russell Peters, Canadian. You know, he became the first comedian to get a Netflix
0: stand-up special. I mean that's that's amazing. So impressive. He was also on The Bachelor last season. As a special guest, so shout out, right? Major shout out, and he's Canadian, like we said. He loved yeah, you love him, love, love him. Let's say good morning to Carmelina in Vancouver. Good morning. Good morning, you lucky thing. You're going to see Russell Peters. That's
1: awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm so excited for you. That's just in a couple of weeks here, June 23rd. So I'm being for real when I say, get your outfit ready. You're going out, girl. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Thank you
0: for waking up with us. Are you at work or are you on your way? What are you doing? I'm at work right now. Okay, okay. good. We'll have
1: a well. fabulous day and try and figure out who you're gonna take for your date night, June 23rd for Russell Peters. That's right. We got
0: another pair of tickets tomorrow morning, same time, 7.30 with us. You're waking up with Holly and Nira on 94.5 Virgin Radio. Our very own Nira Aurora is doing something very cool in the community and she's in a book.
1: Yes. What? Yeah, I'm so excited, super honored and is it okay if I take a moment to do a shameless plug? I would love it. I'm featured in Pursuit 365. It's an amazing new book, an inspirational table book that's co authored by 365 Canadians who lead by example in the everyday pursuit of success, happiness, achievement. And it's all about supporting fellow Canadians. And we each took a page and took 365 words to kind of give an inspirational type story or a background or some information or something that really kind of moved us in life and talked about it.
0: That's so cool. Mm-hmm. So the book is called Pursuit 365. Yes. It's available now. It just launched this
1: morning. Amazing. Because it's fully Canadian and Canadian authors, obviously 365 of us, we want it to get on the bestseller list. So if you can buy it before 9 a.m., that's really going to push I us. through it. We want to do it because we want Canadian people and we
0: want Canadian projects to do well in the world. So it's Canadians from obviously right across the ca- the, uh, the nation, the Canada, the Canada, yes. Um, and what did you write about? I actually... And how many times did you mention me? <laughs> <laughs> it's what I really want to know. Okay, out of my 365 words, Holly you were... Holly Conway was? You were 65 of them.
1: <laughs> wow. Uh, no, I, I, I actually did not write about you, but <laughs> <I> <laughs> when was... we were promoting the project, I mentioned you <laughs> That's often. That's fine. That's fine. I'm okay. not inspirational. Go. Um, yeah, no, it was... I, I finally... I talked about finally finding my voice. At this time in my life, which is the irony because I talk for a living, right? I've been talking for a living forever. Mm. And for me to realize, wait a second, me talking versus me really finding my voice and having the courage to speak my thoughts Mm. without worrying about whether I'm making people uncomfortable. Anymore because I didn't realize how much I used to do that. I didn't want to make people uncomfortable with things that I was saying or things that I wanted to stand up for or things that I believed in or feelings that I had or knowledge that I had or education that I had or questions that I had. Mm. So I used to, you know, maybe hold myself back a little bit. Mm. Believe it or not, I used to hold myself back. Well, I
0: can not believe that because you cared what people thought because yeah. that's normal. Mm -hmm. A lot of people care what people think, but apparently true freedom comes when you stop caring Mm -hmm. what people think and just speak your truth. So that's amazing.
1: Yeah. And uh, I'll be honest, like a lot of this stuff really was a motivation, things that were happening in the BIPOC community uh, in the last couple of years. And I, as a member of the BIPOC community, I'm a woman of color in the BIPOC community. I really realized that there was so much more that I should be doing. There's so much more that I should be using my voice for. So much more that we started doing with our platform here a virgin radio that I'm so proud of and it helped me find my voice and that's kind of what I talked about that's in That's amazing. Yeah, so uh, if you get a chance, you want, you want to see it, I've posted it on my Instagram account at Nira Aurora, but okay. I believe our producer Darren's posting it right now on sure. our virgin page too. If you'd or like just to Google
0: to- it, Pursuit 365. Pursuit
1: 365. You can go to Amazon right now, look it up and get us on the bestseller list because you want to
0: support Canadian. Now when's the movie coming out? Because you know I don't read. <laughs> Are you playing me? <laughs> yes! Holly and Neera. Holly and Neera. Virgin Radio. You need to stop arguing with your partner ASAP. There's another reason. It's affecting your pet. <laughs>
1: oh, for the love of God.
0: I'm not kidding. A new study has just come out and said cats and dogs have a worse sleep when their parents are fighting. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They can mm-hmm. sense stress. They can sense tension in the house. That's true. And just like humans, pets need to get into that deep REM sleep. Right. It's restorative. It's good for them, Nira. It's good stop for their fighting. It's, it's good for their gut health too. Because let me tell you,
1: because we have we have a pet and her name is Sushi and she's got she does she has a weak gut. Okay. She's got tum tum issues. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, like I really don't need to affect her tummy anymore.
0: Well, I just wanted to point out that your dog sushi who is a precious rescue pup she's a little white fur ball mm-hmm. who absolutely runs the show <laughs> by the way yes, it's great she does. everything revolves around this dog which is awesome she has had some real tummy issues real in the last couple issues. months yes and Based on this study, <laughs> Nira, I'm wondering, are you and your husband okay? True. Uh, that real question of fr- friend to a friend. <laughs> friend to a friend. You guys good? Or... Over the radio airwaves. <laughs> real totally, private moment. Totally vulnerable. No one's listening. Just between you and me. No, for real. You guys good? Or... <laughs> for real? Good one. Okay. For real. She's for not a... answering. <laughs> Holly and Neera. win a four-pack and passes to the Vancouver Aquarium. Be sure to check out the new Wildlife Rescue Miracles in Conservation exhibit. Uh, it, it's open now. VanAqua.org. We love the aquarium. And all this week, our very own show kids, our children, are giving you the clues and we're playing a fun game. What? Animal am I? We're going to give you a
1: few clues. And if you can guess which animal this is at the Vancouver Aquarium, then you got this four pack of tickets. And this morning, it looks like we got Tracy here from New West. Good morning, Tracy.
0: Hold on, hold on. Tracy. Hi. Hi, Tracy. Hi. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Morning. Good. How are you guys? we are great, Tracy. Okay, so this morning, nearest daughter, Jaya. He's going to give you the clues, and we can help you translate. And um, ready? if you can get these clues, if you get them right, you're going to the aquarium. Okay, Okay. here we go. Okay. I go in the dark. My
1: thing really hurts. I don't have a brain. What animal I am? What animal? What animal? Am. What animal I am? (laughs) (laughs) I <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I believe it glows in the dark. It sting really hurts and it doesn't have a brain, Tracy. We think it's
0: a- jellyfish. let's <laughs> no, okay, let's listen. Let's listen. <laughs> Ow. I am a Jellyfish Jellyfish You got it And who's we?
1: Because we is right Um Amelie and Isaac Cute Hi guys Good morning Good morning And you guys are right It is a jellyfish You got yourself A four pack of passes To the Vancouver
0: Aquarium Yay Thank you You're so welcome We're going to play This fun game again Tomorrow morning At 810 Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio there's a new name for
1: aging gracefully.
0: Is it Holly and Mira?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, a nice try. Okay, a new name for aging gracefully. And this is thanks to Helen Mirren, okay?
0: Oh, oh she's so sexy. Oh, here she comes. for oh, you. Yeah. She is hot. She's beautiful. She is stunning. And she's so beautiful
1: inside and out, according to anyone who's ever met her, because she was just voted, like, people's most attractive person. I love her hair. Right. And she didn't want the honor. She's like, I am not beautiful and sexy. She's like, look at me. Look at my age. And everybody's like, no, you're you're aging gracefully. Well, people were just saying that, you know, Helen Mirren, she has really embraced the aging process in the most beautiful way. Another person that's kind of on the list or saying right behind Helen Mirren is Elizabeth Hurley. Mm. Elizabeth Hurley also aging very gracefully. But there's a new name they want to call these women. And I'm all about it. I'm into this. They say those who choose to age gracefully in the world are actually or should be known as Earth's goddesses. Wow. Earth's (laughs) goddesses. Or I'm the goddess of Earth.
0: Goddesses of Earth. Okay, at what age do we flip to goddesses of Earth? slash where do we go from like you're a woman getting older <laughs> to you're a goddess of the earth yeah because they're saying Helen Mirren is earth's goddess and Elizabeth Hurley earth's goddess how the old f- is Helen Mirren oh
1: God. 70 70 something? something okay yeah yeah and she's considered a goddess of the earth's goddess if you age gracefully you're letting yourself you're letting nature do its, you're letting earth just do what it's supposed to do because that's what's supposed to happen to us, then you are definitely a goddess of the earth.
0: Does that mean no Botox? I don't know. You tell me. I'm asking for a friend. Are you? Or are you asking for your face? <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I'm mad, but you can't tell. Holly and Nira. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. There's a new thing that women are withholding from their man. Women are withholding this. To get their man to listen, to get their man to follow through on something he said he was going to do and hasn't done it yet. Women are withholding this information to get his attention. Women are now withholding the Wi-Fi password. Yes. Yeah. What do you mean? If you, Nira, say your husband, Gary, was like, don't worry, I'm going to mow the lawn. Yeah. Week goes by, don't worry, I'm going to mow the lawn. Now the lawn's out of control. You're all ticked off. What you do is you go home, you change the Wi-Fi password, he comes home, his phone's going to try to connect. It's going to be like your password has changed, and he's going to be like, w- "What happened with the password?" You are like, "Wouldn't you like to know?" <laughs> yes, and then you withhold it. You do not tell him until he does what you want him to do. Oh my god! Yes, this is so much work. Oh, it's not that oh much my god. work. I have so
1: many passwords that I have to remember <laughs> in my life. Seriously, I'm not joking around. Like it's actually mind-boggling. Yeah, and I keep all my passwords in my phone, which is like not what you're
0: supposed to do. Which is
1: not exactly not what you're supposed to do. But then I also have this app inside my phone that's supposed to be like a lockbox for all my passwords oh yeah 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 but then i forgot the password to the lockbox. Oh lord i know i'm telling you because it's so confusing that i wrote it down somewhere because you're not supposed to have it on your yeah yeah and then if what if i then forget and i need my own password for wi-fi <laughs> and have you ever tried to call the networks like all the providers you're on you're on you're on hold for hours Forever. upon hours just to talk to somebody. I agree. And I don't even think I know how to change my password oh, at home. I'm trying to help you here. But I'm telling you my reality. And we're a house of five people
0: now. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: all my children have these little devices that sometimes now need to connect, especially with schoolwork stuff. Yeah, yeah. I would have, I'd be messing up everybody. Then I'd have to go in and get everyone's password somehow changed. And then what if my husband then decides to grab one of their devices because it's just easier, you know, and right. he'd be like, well, fine. I know you have the kids set up and take
0: their device and use their device. Right. He could do that. I didn't he think could. About that. Also, women do this to men, but men can do this to women too. Just letting you know. This is an equal world. Withhold, this is a fair place. Withhold. The Wi-Fi password. Why not? Again, who has time to do this. I thought this was so smart. It's so clever. So much Because work. we're so reliant. No internet is like an actual like phobia it of is. mine. It is. I'm like, what? There's no Wi-Fi. I know. I know. <laughs> it's I, so
1: sad. I, and the other problem is, is I, I have so much family that has come over to my house that yeah. when they come over, they just automatically, their right. phones connect. Right. Do you, can you imagine the next time if I have a get together with the family it's one of my kids' birthdays and all yeah. I'm trying to do is reset everyone's Wi-Fi passwords?
0: This is a nightmare to me. No, but you're missing the whole point you have to withhold it to get them to do stuff use it against them by this time I would have mowed the lawn by the time all this right. has happened I bet that was the password <laughs> mow the lawn very good Holly and Neera Virgin Radio
1: what are some of the strangest phobias out there something that really freaks you out something that you really fear that you may be
0: scared of 604-280-0945. And this is the trust tree here. We won't tell anyone. No, no one will ever have to know. I'll start it off if you want. Sure. I, Holly, am scared of when there's no internet. <laughs> Honestly.
1: It gives you a little bit of that, like, heart palpitations.
0: Majorly. I'm like, I don't understand what
1: I'm supposed to do. Talk to people. <laughs> yeah, where's my crutch? <laughs> I'm sweating. Not really not doing anything on my phone. That's I'm just right. just sitting there. That's right. It happens okay because there's a story I don't know I announced it yesterday in the biz that The Rock's daughter Simone she's joined WWE okay now because she's joined WWE everybody's talking about all the different wrestlers that are part of WWE and then there's a story about The Undertaker The Undertaker who's oh, one yeah. of the scariest classic. dudes out there classic you know what he's you know what he's afraid of The Undertaker he has a cucumber phobia hmm? he's afraid of cucumbers the skin? Because
0: my kids always say that to me. I don't eat the
1: skin. No. He ate so many cucumbers one day when he was young <laughs> that he got so sick. Ever since then, he has a cucumber phobia. To the point that his family hides cucumbers around him to randomly freak him out at random times of his life. They'll throw one in his car. They'll put one under his bed pillow. And he freaks out and loses it because he has now actually got a
0: cucumber phobia. Okay, that's a random one. Yeah. I don't even know if there'd be a name for that. I'm sure there is. I don't a, a think fear there's a
1: vegetables. I don't I th- I don't think there's an actual name for that. Okay. But he has an actual
0: okay. fear of cucumbers. What's your weird fear, Nira?
1: Please My- if you have
0: one call us 604-280-0945. Yeah. yeah, tell us if it's something weird that you're afraid of.
1: <laughs> okay, cuz it happens. Well,
0: yeah. Mine is pretty basic and you know mine. I'm scared sc- of commitment. <laughs> <laughs> the most married person I know. Okay, no, it's not the scared to <laughs> commit. Maybe I am. I don't know. Am I? Who no, even knows?
1: Uh, but my, it's germs. I actually oh, am. Yeah. You know that. I yeah, always yeah, have yeah. been. Yeah. For a majority of people, like the whole COVID distance thing and the germ thing and the cleaning thing and keeping, you know, uh, the handshake thing at bay. Yeah, that was a nightmare for people, but not for
0: me. You loved it. I actually embraced that. She wishes COVID was like still like she wish, She wishes we were in lockdown still. It was her <laughs> favorite time of life. It's normal. It is totally normal. Holly and Neera. Thanks, Neera. We were just talking about weird phobias. Alana is on the phone. Thanks for waiting. Hi. Good morning. I'm calling about your fears. What's your phobia? Spiders and heights.
1: Okay. Yeah, those are good ones. So, like common. Arachnophobia?
0: So bad. I'm telling you if there is one on me, 0.2 I'm naked running around, flailing my arms in the air, <laughs> running around like a crazy person. Like... <laughs> It's so bad that if there's a big spider in my home, yeah. I will actually put a large bowl on it, and then I will put, like, a phone book on it. My and God. wait till my husband gets home. Oh, my Lord. You know
1: there's no air in there now, right? You know it's going to
0: die. I think yeah. that's her point. <laughs> Holly and Neera. Check them out live. Weekday mornings, 530 to 10. On 94.5 Virgin Radio.